Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, hey, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I am MXM Tune, the singer, the songwriter, the video maker, the Oakland native, and today, the news junkie. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold tales, gross facts, and secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 1981, the New York Times published their longest ever sentence. It clocked in at 1,286 words. The sentence was the direct quote of a high school student. The interviewer asked the student what he'd been learning at school, and he answered with over 1,200 words. That's over 10 minutes of speaking. Apparently, a lot of the words were, you know, and um, hey, it's okay. It happens to the best of us. Let's reverse and talk about the beginnings of the so-called gray lady. The New York Times was founded in 1851 as the New York Daily Times. Henry Jarvis Raymond, a journalist and politician, and George Jones, a banker, founded it together. The earliest editions were sold for one penny, which is still only about 30 cents today. The paper's first mission statement read, We shall be conservative in all cases where we think conservatism essential to the public good, and we shall be radical in everything which may seem to us to require radical treatment and radical reform. We do not believe that everything in society is either exactly right or exactly wrong. What is good we desire to preserve and improve. What is evil to exterminate and reform. The paper shortened its name to the New York Times in 1857. Over the next century, there were a number of influential events that affected the paper. During the New York City draft riots, which were riots in protest of the draft announcement by the Union Army in 1863, the New York Times building was attacked. In the early 1870s, the paper gained a larger audience by writing a series of exposures on William Boss Tweed, the city's leader of the Democratic Party. The articles became known as Tammany Hall after the party headquarters, and the articles helped end Boss Tweed's years-long control of the city legislature. It came out later that he'd offered the paper $5 million to not publish the articles. After this long-running scandal, the paper shifted its political focus during the rest of the 19th century, shifting from supporting Republican candidates to being politically partisan and trying to report all political issues from a neutral viewpoint. After founder George Jones died in 1891, the paper's editors fundraised to buy the paper and control it financially themselves. Unfortunately, the editors were not as good at financing as they were at editing the paper, and it quickly fell into dire financial straits, at one point losing $1,000 per day. At this point, Adolph Oakes, who was at the time the publisher of the Chattanooga Times, bought a large share of the New York Times and helped the company come back to the financial green. Oakes was the first person to buy the New York Times the tagline it still uses today, all the news that's fit to print. 
The slogan was coined as a mini-insult to the paper's competitors, the New York Post and the New York World, which had gained reputations for their sensationalist and often inaccurate reporting of daily events. The New York Times made it a goal to strive for accuracy above all else. When Oakes died in 1935, his son-in-law, Arthur Sulzberger, took up the helm at the newspaper, which would grow into acclaim and widespread readership. And Sulzberger took it even further by expanding the topics and coverage in the 1940s. The famed New York Times crossword puzzle began in 1942. The puzzle not only became a long-standing tradition, but earned its own legion of fans who subscribed just for the crossword and nothing else. Today, people get together in groups to solve the puzzle, and some amateur puzzle heads even work hard to submit their own to the longtime editor, Will Shorts. Though he's notoriously picky, a few lucky people have gotten their puzzles accepted. Shortly after the crossword in 1946, both the fashion section and the international pages were created. In 1964, New York Times was involved in a Supreme Court case that set new legal standards for libel and print, changing the course of journalism history. The court developed the standard of actual malice, which means that for a published article about a public figure to be considered defamatory, there needs to be evidence that the paper knew they were printing false statements rather than simply reporting negative facts. The decision was one of the fundamental cases that showed the Supreme Court's support for the freedom of the press. In 2017, Teju Cole wrote another very long sentence for the New York Times. Cole wrote an essay about a photographer, Marie Cosindas. In the beginning of his essay, he compares Cosindas' photography to watching a single sentence unfurl over several pages. And then he goes on to write just such a sentence. Through his approach, he not only wrote an epic sentence, but replicated the experience of viewing the photographer's work for the reader. Today, the New York Times is ranked 18 on the highest circulation publications in the world and number three in the U.S., falling just behind USA Today and The Wall Street Journal. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for some music facts. Today, in 1914, the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, or the ASCAP, was founded in New York City. The group came together at the Hotel Claridge. The Society is a nonprofit arts organization focused on protecting the copyright of members' works. They monitor public performances and make sure that musicians get payment if their work is performed. Last year, they collected over $1.2 billion in revenue and redistributed it to their 700,000 members. Three cheers for songwriters being fairly paid. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a February 13th in my life. On February 13th, 2019, I got a Valentine's Day proposal from the one, the only, Kevboy Perry, AKA the king of summer 19 TikTok. I, <laughs> that was such an interesting era of TikTok. Very funny. I think about it sometimes and I'm like, why do I have such a history of like fake romances or whatever with people on the internet? First off, Cowboy Perry, then George Not Found. You know, who will it be for 2021? I guess we'll have to find out. 
Hopefully it's a woman this time. I don't know if my boyfriend will be happy about that, but you know what? It'll be fine. (laughs) Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can come back tomorrow for more facts from yesterday. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.